Travel back in time to the 80s. Reliving the shenanigans. It was the early 80s, and sex was still a good way to meet new people. The disappointment. Now that's a real shame when folks be throwing away a perfectly good white boy like that. And the self-confidence. I'm six foot, three inches tall, and maintain a very consistent panda bear shape. Because just like you, we're stuck in the 80s. Sure, it's not 1985 right now, but who knows what tomorrow will bring. Hey, hey, welcome to Stuck in the 80s. It's uh, Steve Spears here. And Brad in Belize. And Jen with one N. And this is our second uh, 80s cruise update. As Brad indicated, we are currently a shit ton away from the coast of Belize. Just a 45-minute tender right away. So we thought, we figured, uh, let's catch you up on what's going on here aboard the Celebrity Infinity. It's been a couple of days since we last chatted, and in that time we have seen some epic performances. I'm sorry. I'm still dead from the Sheila E. Show, but we'll get there. Okay, so let's start at the beginning. Since we last talked, Kenny Loggins took the stage when we were docked outside of Cozumel. I don't know if you've seen Kenny Loggins in concert. He goes way back to the Loggins and Messina days for some of his material. And the set starts with an acoustic, like what, three or four numbers in a row acoustic? Yeah. And, you know, the crowd is still like there. But, I mean, it's, it's a curious way to start. And he starts building, and he starts building, and it layers, and it layers. He's playing the hits, and Steve is crying his eyes out for, for no particular reason other than it's Kenny Loggins. <laughs> and there was a nice, like, storytelling element to it, too. He did a little bit of a storytellers in the beginning. Yeah, he definitely took time to explain some of his songs, and he had a real sense of humor about a couple of songs I know that in real life there was no humor attached to it. Right, which we would explain Spearsy crying. <laughs> right. Right. And so he gets to the the encores. You know, he does he he did a short set, wasn't it? It was only maybe fifty minutes or so, maybe yeah. an hour. Yep. And everyone's like, okay, he's got stuff left to do. And he comes out and does I think four or five nonstop songs. It's almost like a medley. Hit after hit. Don't fight it. The the famous song he does with Steve Perry, he sang that. Alas no Steve Perry. They did Danger Zone. They did Footloose. Boy, did he do Footloose. Uh, that was awesome. And then he finishes with uh, Forever, the big uh, ballad, the, 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 the showstopper. The crowd's on their feet. Everyone rushes from the auditorium up to the pool deck, except for Brad, who's been a little under the weather. Fact check true. Brad's a little sick. <laughs> and Steve holds the microphone today for the podcast. And everyone's upstairs just kind of giving, giving each other this look like, did we did just... Did you just see that? <laughs> yeah, it was amazing. And what was cool was, I mean, he's been, you know, we've all heard these songs over and over on the radio. He's obviously been playing them five million times since. But I felt like, you know, he had three three guys on stage with him also playing guitar and, and a bassist too. And they like contributed as much to the show as Kenny Loggins because they, they sang a bunch and they played a bunch and it was, it felt like a band almost, but they sounded so good. And he was able to, um, with the band reinvent a lot of those songs that, that seemed so familiar, but sounded new somehow. It was quite a show. What was interesting is you have to remember he's 71 years old now, 71 years old. So I'm telling you before I go to my cabin, I think, all right, Kenny Loggins in 71. Do you really need to be going to bed right now? You're not that tired. 
So that was a fun night. The next night, we're, and, and we're all walking around the ship going, we've just seen the greatest performance. Like, that was it. Yeah. And it's not. It's never going to go any higher than this. This is it. We've witnessed the pinnacle of what 80s cruising is all about. And then the next night rolls around, and Sheila E. takes the stage. And she gets off to it. A, sl- a slow start. Quiet. It was understated. Yep. Playing her own version of the national anthem. Mm-hmm. Which I think is on one of her albums, actually. It is. Yeah. And then it starts to build, but but much faster than Kenny Loggins. Yeah. Yeah. She was out there to slay. She's like, okay, I'm not, y- you, you may not be along for the ride yet, but she's like, I'm going to get every single last one of you on your feet. And that's exactly what happened. Yeah. Uh, Drew accused me of being the karate man at the beginning of the concert, <laughs> sitting there while Jen was literally dancing her ass off and right across the aisle for me. But just she just blew the roof off the place i mean i don't think that's i don't think anybody's going to top that but i'm willing to see somebody try she's thrown down quite a gauntlet the challenge just will be accepted i'm sure but it was just phenomenal and i know a couple of our friends were like oh i don't know if i'm gonna go see it you know she just has that one hit right i'm like you need to go just stop by check it out you won't be disappointed so i will say this about the 80s cruise is that this cruise in particular I am crossing things off my bucket list. I didn't know we're on them. I am not joking. So I just, just for a little bit of color, the, the, right before the show, um, there's a band on the ship called Trial by Fire, and they do this thing called Cobra Kai Karaoke, where you can sign up for it, but there's no lyrics, so you better know that song inside and out. Otherwise, after 30 seconds, you're gone. But they know all those songs, so you go up and you say what your song is. And so I sang, and this is this also, again, was a bucket list thing I didn't know, but it is crossed off now, sang Darling Nikki. And I'll tell you, it was not good, but it was so much fun. I was like, oh my God. And then I walked in to watch Sheila E's show, which was I mean, as we're saying, just blew the roof out of the place. We're burying the lead a little bit here. Jen, what did you do during the Sheila E. set? Tell us about your experience. <laughs> well, at one point during the show, Miss E. said, um, the first 10 people that can come up on the stage, come on up here. I need you up here. And of course, I'm pushing people out of the way, to <laughs> elbowing people, getting up off the, uh, onto the stage. But but I made it and I turned to, uh, there was a, a passenger that has been on all four years and she turned to me and she said, hi, Jen. <laughs> and I said, hi, Lisa. And we were both like, can you believe this is happening? And she had us sing the song, which was very easy to learn. So she was, she and her, her uh, backup dancers and singers were like coming around. We were all dancing together. Like there were 20 people on the stage. And at one point, she, Sheila E. was coming around with the mic. There's photo documentation of this, which I'm really glad because I, I feel like it maybe didn't happen. But coming around. And so we were singing on stage, singing and dancing with Sheila E. And I thought, I am dead. This is it. I have died. It's fine. I don't mind. I don't care. It was it was amazing. And then I just want to say a real quick thing for all of the Prince fans that are listening. So she at one point sort of brings it down a little bit, you know, literally brings down the lights, brings down the volume. And she starts playing, uh, comes out into the audience and starts playing her guitar. And I say to my best friend, Lucy, if she starts playing Purple Rain, I'm going to lose my shit. And she didn't. She was playing another song of her own. And then she segues into Purple Rain. And then... I lose my shit. I was like full on ugly cry sob. I mean, I could not hold it back. I could not hold it back. And so she sang Purple Rain. She's like, and he, it wasn't even the whole Purple Rain, right? It was just, it was like the final, yeah. 
two minutes of it. When everyone's singing ooh, ooh, ooh um, at the very end. And it was beautiful. And she was like, we just want to take a moment. And she pointed to the sky and then I lost it again. Oh, yeah. oh my God. And then, and, uh, and we can move on to, to the next guy because he was pretty amazing too. But, and then she sings, here are the songs she covered. Oh, she goes behind the drum kit, people, and starts playing Housequake. I was like, I just died again? Like, what happened? <laughs> she played Housequake. She played uh, America off of um, Around the World in a Day. She played... We Will Rock You. Oh, that was amazing. Talk about so that guy. she calls out to this... Like, they start playing We Will Rock You, and she's walking along the front stage. Who can sing this song? Who knows this song? And... God, I hope this is true. I hope it was just some rando guy. Who's it was. Like, I talked I, to him after. <laughs> I know this song. Because, you know, everyone kind of knows it, but you don't maybe know the verse exactly every word and he came up on stage and he he f-ing killed it it was amazing he rocked it you gotta say what he was wearing <sighs> he was wearing like zebra striped zubaz pants a fanny pack and a sleeveless t-shirt and a trucker big, hat big curly blonde d-, d snyder wig oh my gosh it was that was a wig uh damn yeah. <laughs> It was, just, I couldn't believe it. Talk about your little surprises that show up on the cruise. I didn't see that coming. And I certainly didn't see somebody just getting randomly pulled out of the audience and really nailing the song. He really did. I, so this is sweet. I talked to him after. So, so she um, gave him her drumsticks afterward. I saw him at Grand Ma- Master Flash afterward. And I was like, that was amazing. I'm like, can you believe that happened to you? You know, w- tell me. Tell me. He, he sings he sings. He loves to sing. Okay. And so he's like, I practice all the time, like in my room. I just love to sing. I mean, and I, and I, and he was holding, he still had the drum, <laughs> the drum sticks in his hand. I was like, you are so lucky. And we like hugged each other. I mean, moments like that. Yeah, it was a moment. Okay. So you mentioned the name of what happens next. So this is Mardi Gras night. This is Fat Tuesday. Right. So everyone's dressed in neon. And the 80s cruise decides to throw like a neon blacklight party indoors and Grandmaster Flash is DJing it. And it looked like a scene out of a, a teen movie from the 80s where this golden god is up there on stage and, and you can see what he sees because they've got like a little camera that's uh, focused on his hands and what he's doing with his computer. And then in, in front of the stage are hundreds of 80s cruisers just pogoing up and down to every song he plays. And and the heat (laughs) that was generating it must have lifted the boat out of the water only to be slammed back into the water (laughs) when those 500 people came back to their feet. It was very hot. (laughs) I will attest to that. But it was was something that I was up on, I I was a deck above it looking down. Okay. And I just remember thinking, this is some scene out of some crazy movie that you would never believe. There's there's no way that I'm looking down on a sea of 40 and 50-year-olds having fun. It was surreal. And, and everybody had, like, neon garb on, but also, like, flashing things and Mardi Gras beads and, like, masks. It was weird. <laughs> it was fun, but it was very weird. So here's what's still to come. This cruise is about halfway over now. Tonight we have OMD on the main stage, something I've been waiting for forever. Tomorrow night, Berlin. Friday night, D. Snyder. And then, but then still, that one of the most epic events is still coming up, Pop Icon Night, which is the ultimate costume. It is the Best Picture Academy Award of the 80s cruise. Right. And, and the three of us get to be judges this year. 
for the first round. And yes, we can be bought. <laughs> yeah. Still waiting for those checks to clear, by the way. <laughs> As we've been walking around, people have been coming up to us and talking to us and telling us, my costume's going to win. I've got, it, I've, got yeah. it, I've got it tied down. I've got a lot of confidence. Confidence is high on the boat. Uh, Dave Augie August refuses to tell us. He and his wife, Heather, refuse to tell us what their costume is for tomorrow night. I'm fine with that. Right, right. No that's, one will tell us. That's that's. I did the same thing last year. I didn't tell people I was coming. You knew, but you were the only person who knew. About I told the everybody. Thing. No, I didn't tell. I, I, didn't, I, didn't. I would have murdered you in your bed. You would have. Robin and Michael Lagat. Yeah, uh, we bumped into them about half an hour ago. They're always one of the top three right. costume Very contenders. Very strong. So Michael and Robin, they dress up for prom. They were uh, Baby and Johnny from Dirty Dancing for prom. That was just their warm up. Just to, yeah. And speaking of warm ups. We'd be remiss in not mentioning that Augie. Oh, my gosh. So we're, I'm on the deck, sail away party. I'm upstairs, and this guy walks up to me, beard, long hair, cowboy hat, facial adhesions, warts, let's face it. And it's Lemmy. I mean, it looked like Lemmy. And he's just grinning at me. Like, he knows as soon as he talks, I'll know what it is. And I'm like, beat, beat, beat. Holy shit, that's Augie. <laughs> It was amazing. He looked just like him. He's been growing his hair for eight months to get ready for that. Right. And the facial hair and, and using the, the darkening shampoo to get the gray out. He went full in. He went big. He went big. So we're, we're really looking forward to it. We're really looking forward to being part of choosing. We have four categories. I think it's best group costume, funniest, most like Steve Spears. And most, most like likely Jen, to make Steve with one end. Spears cry. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, it'll be fun. We're going to have a great time. In the meantime, let us entice you to possibly join us in 2020. We just now got the lineup for the 2020 voyage of the 80s cruise. Are you ready for this? You know how we used to joke? We always joke about how uh, we have so many winners for the Seggies that you have to take a deep <laughs> breath. So many bands, very deep lineup. I'm going to go through it real fast, and then, and then the three of us will all pick out our, our big surprises or the, or the ones that we're the happiest to hear about. So pay attention. Here we go. This is the 80s cruise lineup for 2020. The B-52s, Bananarama, Berlin, Patti Smythe and Scandal, Tony Hadley of Spando Ballet, Tony Lewis of The Outfield, Dire Straits Legacy, Asia featuring John Payne, Lita Ford, Midnight Star, Big Country, The Motels, The Jets, and Bow Wow Wow's Annabella, with more acts to be announced soon. That is not too shabby. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, so let, let me ask Brad first. What was the what was the one uh, act that you're really kind of fired up about? Well, I, obviously, I'm going to go with Bananarama. I have seen them once. They were so much fun. They are a great fit for this this trip. They're going to just light that stage up. Jen, who's the uh, the one you're looking forward to? I was surprised by the Jets. I think that one is going to be a lot of fun. But you know what? I'm thinking about it now. Big Country, I feel like, will be a surprise. I, I feel like there'll be a revelation. Just a feeling. Right. I think the crowd goes crazy when they play Fields of Fire in Big Country. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. How about you, Spearsy? Here's the one I'm looking forward to. And you know it. You know this much is true. I'm looking forward to Tony Hadley of Spando Ballet. And yeah, boy. Could there be buckets on the ship big enough for the amount of tears that will be jettisoned from my eyes 
when he plays that song. I'm looking forward to that, my friend. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have IVs to rehydrate me during the show. <laughs> I just thought I'd bring some buckets. We'll just yeah. pour it back on a you. Bucket for Monsieur. So that's what we have. It's a lot to look forward to. I think cabins will be on sale for that soon. That will be next March. It will be on a new ship. It will be on the Explorers of the Seas. That's a Royal Caribbean ship. The drink package is included next year. What? That's amazing. And we get thirsty on these things, even if we do have a head cold. And the ports will be San Juan, Puerto Rico, St. Thomas of the Virgin Islands, Punta Cana, and Labadee, the private island. Lovely. Uh, In the meantime, coming up next for you, uh, within the next few days, we hope, will be the epic 500th episode of Stuck in the 80s featuring Alan Hunter, Mark Goodman, and Nina Blackwood. Fact check true. But in the meantime, Jen with one end, Brad and Belize, and myself, we remain here, hopelessly, stuck in the 80s.